This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, wonderful listener, and welcome to today's edition of A Healthy You. And today we are blessed to have our resource personnel with us, Dr. Morris Mensah. Thank you. And I'm your regular host, Edward J. Boahin. And today we are going to continue from where we left off with our discussion about exercising. And I believe you've been blessed over the past two weeks on this topic. Stay tuned for more on today's edition. And um, Doc, um, thank you for, for, for all the advice you've given us over the past two weeks. And so today we want to continue on this same topic about exercising. And we want to start from how people eat. You know, there's a the, there's the general notion by some people that um, allow me to eat as much fast as I want to eat. After all, I'm very active and, and I'm healthy. And if I eat, I can exercise all the fats out of my system. So allow me to eat whatever fat. Let me eat my burgers and my pizzas and my fatty stuff. I will exercise that out of my body. What would you advise? Okay, thank you very much for having me today too. Um, it's, it's quite funny, you know, when I sit out to think about such people who are really trying to make um, huge and genuine investment into their health by way of exercising. And then on the apparent level, they will want to eat what, whatever they desire. Uh, though even though they are aware those things are injurious to their health, they believe that once they are exercising, then they are good to go. They're good. Yeah, but exercise is just a law of health. Okay. But we have laws of health. I get in my point. Yeah. So when you exercise, you are only executing a part of the whole thing. But when you are taking a holistic approach, that is when you exercise, you check your diet, your intake of water, mm-hmm. your mental and emotional state of health, your, your, your how to take care of your body, cleanliness, physical, you know, um, your spiritual growth. It entails a whole lot. Rest, the kind of air you take, you being temperate and all that. I get to my point. So you cannot solely say that because I exercise, I think I'm at the optimum level of health. Hence, I can eat whatever I want. The benefits you are deriving from exercise, those benefits are there. There are other benefits you will derive from taking very good note of other loss of health, like your diet and other stuff. So you, you, you wake up around 4, 4.30 a.m. dawn. You go for your uh, keep fit clubbing stuff. Mm-hmm. When you're back around 7, 8 a.m. thereabout, then you come and sit down and eat junk food. Mm-hmm. The pseudo crappy foods, <laughs> the refined foods, and the fat-filled Fruits. foods because you think... You exercise regularly mm-hmm. so you can burn off those fats. We don't understand and 
we've never conceptualized the amount of exercise that we need to burn even a teaspoon of fat in the system. We have no idea. Interesting. So when people are doing that, it's because they are naive and somehow ignorant. Okay. I get to my point. Mm -hmm. If you are well abreast with this knowledge mm -hmm. on the amount of exercise, how active you should be and the kind of metabolic rate mm -hmm. that you are supposed to raise and the standard you're supposed to get to and the processes your system will have to go through before it can burn even a microgram of fat you will be careful hmm. because we have seen people even during the exercise they had heart attacks and i'm telling you those heart attacks those coronary artery blockage or diseases are hundred percent caused by animal fats. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a vegetarian experiencing a heart attack before, unless he's not practicing that properly. Okay, taking uh, 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 some other hydrogenated oils that are not good for the system. Okay, and it's not even only the fats from animals. The other hydrogenated oils on the markets mm -hmm. are also not good. Interesting. When it gets into the system, our system is unable to familiarize itself with, the oil. with those kind of oils. Because those oils were not, you know, uh, in a way to, to be ingested into this system. The system, when, when I see you, I know mm -hmm. this is Edu, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That is how the system works. When any food is ingested or eaten into the system, it's able to recognize and acknowledge it. And on this food. Yeah. But there are kind of fats and oils we are eating. Hmm. The system doesn't know those kind of fats. Okay. Hence, when it comes, it creates a lot of disorders okay. in the system. So if you exercise, it's a benefit... You, you are trying to give to your system. It's important. Uh -huh. But for you to go back and eat those kind of fats, in fact, you are going back to cost 90, zero and beyond. <laughs> and as you will say, deficit. You have deficits. <laughs> health deficit. You have health deficit. You, you know. owe your body health. <laughs> yes. Because no amount of exercise on this earth can burn those kind of fats that you are eating. Mm -hmm. A teaspoon of fat, when you ingest a teaspoon of fat, you are supposed to exercise regularly for like a month mm -hmm. before you'll be able to burn mm -hmm. out those kind of entire teaspoon of fat mm -hmm. that you've taken into the system. Are you here with me? Mm -hmm. So today, look at the amount of stroke cases that we have. The prevalence of the heart diseases, the, the diabetes, the high blood pressure, it's all on the increase. Simply because today's fat intake is too much and quote-unquote unnecessary. Okay. We are taking fat unnecessarily. We need to avoid taking those kind of fat. You can think of taking coconut oil. It's good. It's highly beneficial. 
Think of having palm kernel oil, having um, red oil or the palm fruit oil, share butter. It's fine. Our locally made indigenous um, oils God has given us are the ones we need to embrace and praise when we, we, we want to choose any kind of healthy oil. Those are the healthier oils in the system. But with the hydrogenated ones, uh, some are even known as vegetable cooking oils. <laughs> you know, something that you can make oil from is real and clear. Coconuts, you chew it and yourself, your mouth can tell you that coconut has oil, oil in, in it. it yeah. You chew peanut and logically you reason that this has oil. Mm -hmm. But for you to come and tell me that a certain flour you are making oil from a certain flour, hmm. making oil from a certain vegetable. What hmm. do you mean? Making oil from certain leaves. No. If we go beyond our human intellect jurisdiction, we engage ourselves in troubles. Hmm. Okay. okay. That is why a friend in the U.S. said that man is the only creature given to the practice of self-destroying habit. Whatever we are doing, are not rather promoting health. We are rather promoting diseases in the system. So when you exercise, it's a great investment you are making. When you start eating those crappy foods, you are losing. But ask yourself, if I exercise and I don't eat those foods, how would I be faring 10 years ahead of me? If you look backwards, Five years ago, how actively you were involved and you were engaging yourself in exercise. Okay. And then you were still eating those kind of fat foods and all that. You ask yourself, if you had not eaten or you had omitted and avoided those kind of fat foods whilst you were exercising for all those years, how would you have been looking now? Yeah. How would you have been? Are you getting my point? Yeah. yeah. More benefits would you have derived than anticipated? Okay, okay, all right. So, so in a nutshell, um, um, don't think that you are you are going to eat whatever that you want to eat, and then you come back and exercise, and that is all. No, you are. It's like you are, you, you are pouring water into a basket. What you are doing is zero, and even to an extent, you are going to have a health de deficit. And it's better you owe the bank than to owe your health, because if you have good health, you can work and pay the bank. But if you don't have good health, you're going to shorten your lifespan. So um, they, they have been told to take care of their diets and also to exercise a lot. If I find myself in this bracket or in this box, what are the kind of exercises you advise for me to do to help me? In, 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 in addition to me modifying my diet, what are some of these um, exercises I can do to help me um, I'm, I'm, I'm cut off all these fats that are in my system? Okay. Um, when you are obese... Obesity is simply the accumulation of fat that has led to the body producing and making room for more fat cells in the system. Hence, your body is somehow enshrouded with fat cells throughout from head to toe. For you to be able to deal with it, first you look at how to get rid of the fats in your system in your adipose tissues and all that, the fats you have accumulated in your system, okay. within your muscles and tissues here and there,
how you can be able to get rid of them. And then two, how to stop introducing those fats into the system. That is why when you are obese, the most two things you will have to prioritize, your diet and exercise. But when it comes to the particular kind of exercise to engage yourself in, you look at aerobic exercise, outdoor exercise, whereby you will have to sweat. And the frequency has to be daily. If you are obese and you really want to work on yourself, you must work out on daily basis. And aerobics is the best. That's what I, I, I always go for when it comes to uh, obese or people with obesity issues, you know, exercising. And since they need a kind of motivation, mm-hmm. when you are obese, when people are obese, uh, they go through a lot of emotional trauma, hmm. even in the society, in the society and all that. I get me. Yeah. So they need a kind of motivation. So know the kind of song or music that you enjoy listening to. Get it on playing and then you exercise outdoor in an aerobic manner. Sweat profusely and you will burn those fats. Whilst you eat, probably cook foods once a day. You eat cooked food once a day, preferably in the afternoon, your lunch. And then mornings and evenings, you make sure you go on fruits, salad, vegetable salad, uh, fruit juices, vegetable juices, and smoothies. And then you're taking a lot of water. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see. All right. Thank you very much. So, so um, if you are listening to us and you find yourself in this bracket, you know what to do. Don't resort to any other means, but change of your diet and also proper aerobic exercises. It's what is going to get you back to normal and we like it said you ate your way into obesity so you have to eat your way back out of it now doc just a little bit to 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 add to this question some also say that these green teas and these other pills they are very healthy and so they would like to also use them uh, um, um, to get out of obesity because they say it's it's green tea they are leaves they are natural so it's healthy um, would you also advise on those things that you can go on that tangent if you are obese or it's, it's not advisable to do so. Yeah. That is where my quotation comes in. That you eat your way into obesity. So then, eat your way out of obesity. Highly important. You know that obesity doesn't come by chance. Uh, don't tell me it's hereditary. <laughs> I get my, don't tell me obesity is hereditary. Or let's probably have not visited other homes. <laughs> yes. If you take a very good care of yourself, you will not be obese like your mom or your grandmom or like your dad. If you eat like your daddy is eating, you eat like your mom is eating, you eat like your auntie is eating, <laughs> you'll be obese like them. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Are you getting my yeah. point? So don't tell me it's hereditary. No. Check your diet from the scratch and it will work out for you. Okay. 
The medicines and those kind of concoctions we have in the system, the pills and the tablets people have been buying, the kind of beverages they are, you know, advised okay. into and all that. Um, surety is not promised. Okay. And for you to say categorically that a product is safe, and purely natural. That I cannot do. But I believe we have some natural medicines on the market, okay. which has certain kind of phytochemicals that burns fats. Okay. That is true. But as to the products people have come up with, I cannot talk about those. But I know a lot of those products has led people into jeopardizing their health the more. You're losing weight, and then your organ will be affected in a way. And you will in turn have to pay for that too. So it's more like rubbing pita to people. Exactly. You know, but when you understand that you eat your way into it, you will want to eat your way back, back. or eat your way out of it. That will be more logical. Okay. So you wouldn't be uh, somehow hypnotized into buying those kind of stuffs on the market. Are you getting my point? Yeah. I know naturally turmeric powder, mm -hmm. cinnamon powder, ginger, lemon, lemon grass. Okay. You know, these kind of natural things around us are okay to deal with and combat obesity and all that. But to go to the extent of buying finished products from people, already made products and which are being promoted to work on um, weight management and uh, uh, um, obesity and all that. Most of them, if you don't take care, after taking them, you will have to get other problems to be solved again. Okay. Okay. So it's never advisable. Just check your diet and exercise and go naturally. I've told you, you can have turmeric powder, cinnamon powder. No, those things are there for us. Those are natural ones. You introduce them into the system and your system is able to recognize them. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, you heard it from Dr. Maris himself. Go the natural way. You etch your way into it, etch your way back out of it. Thank you very much, Dr. Maris. You're welcome. And thank you, my wonderful listener, for your time on today's show. And I hope you've been blessed over the couple of three weeks that we've discussed exercising and you're going to improve on your exercise in life. And also, thank you very much for your time every week. Join us on the show to be educated. God bless you for that. And like we always tell you, a healthy you and a healthy me will make a healthy world. God bless you. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero. One five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana. Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P. 
P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. Saints of God, you are welcome to the moment of truth. Let's bow for prayers. Our Father in heaven, we humbly invite you this very hour that Lord come and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk about one most important thing in the world. Of course, it's also the first word of the Bible, the time. I'm talking about the time. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, we see three things God created. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We see time. We see space. We see matter. That indeed God created. This very hour, I'm talking about time and knowing the time. Some people say time is money. Others say time is precious. Others say time and tide wait for no one. There are others who indeed are also saying time spent can never be regained. So this hour, I'm talking about time and knowing the time. Knowing the time will help you to prepare for anything that you want to do. Those who do not consider time and, and are not conscious of their time indeed, just gallivant, they do whatever they want to do. One writer says, time is the only thing that is available to all. Indeed, time is available to those who are short, to those who are tall, to the needy, to the worthy people, and everyone. But what makes the difference? What makes the difference is how one uses his time. What comes out of the time? Therefore, this hour, I want to say that what? I want to ask you a question, perhaps the pertinent one. What are you using your time for? Are you conscious of your time? In Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, the scripture says, While the earth remains, see time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Therefore, I'm talking about time. Time will never cease. Time will not wait for you. But I'm asking you once more, what are you using your time for? What are you making time for? Are you using your time preciously? Or is time for you so much important that you just do what is important and what is needful? Or you just do whatever you want to do after all, you have time in Ghana, and in our setting, we don't use time or we don't make any good use of our time. One says African time and African punctuality. Therefore, whatever the person wants to do, he may want to do it, but to his own time. Forgetting about the fact that time will never wait for you. We read from First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, that the men of Issachar indeed understood time. And they knew what they ought to do at the available time for them. And you also read from the scripture, from Romans chapter 13, verse 11. What does it say? It says that, sorry, Romans chapter 13, verse 
number 11, the word of God says something which is very important to the time we are talking about. It says that 13 verse 11, let's read, and do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. We are in the very moment and the very time that is so dangerous that we all need to make good use of our time to pray, to read the Bible, to do evangelism, and to do everything that is important for us and for God and for all the humanity. Therefore, I'm speaking to you this very hour that be conscious of time, be mindful of time, know that time is the only thing that will never wait for you. May God bless you, may God keep you, may God lay his mighty hands on you as you begin to be very conscious of the time you are living because the time you are living in is so dangerous. Until we meet again, Shalom is Pastor Meshach Osu Kwasi. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana, voice of hope. Voice of hope.